just want to share a word to everyone in here, but specifically honoring all the moms and how beautiful it is to celebrate all around the world. Moms. Now, obviously, moms, you and I know, we deserve celebration every day. But the fact that globally around the world, there's a whole day to celebrate and recognize the powerful influence of mothers. And I'm especially filled with joy that we as a church can celebrate you in this room who call themselves mom, as well as those who are online watching today. Happy Mother's Day. But God's design is so worthy. God's design of motherhood is so worthy to be celebrated. Sometimes it's easy to push away the applause and the celebration because we can easily think of areas that we missed it. We can easily think of where we could be doing better, where we could be talking nicer to our kids, we could be getting it right. But can I just tell you, in the midst of all of that, in your highs and your lows, your heavenly Father wants to celebrate you today. Not only wants to celebrate the individuals in this room, but also the influence and established role of God's design of motherhood. It's powerful. Most of you know that my mom went on to be with Jesus November 1st of last year. So this is definitely a first for me. And honestly, it's a weekend that I have not been looking forward to because I knew what those waves of grief would carry to the shore, what I would be faced with. And honestly, yeah, it seems like yesterday that she was up here with me on this stage. This picture right here was last year on Mother's Day. I was pregnant with Gianna. And this picture was last year on Mother's Day up here, just celebrating. Just four months before she unexpectedly went into the hospital. And obviously little did we know that it would be the last Mother's Day with our mom here on earth. And I know that we can still celebrate and you know, I know that I can still honor my mom of course, even as she's in heaven. But those of you who have lost people, you know that it's definitely not the same. You know, because of all the COVID restrictions while she was in the hospital, we weren't able to visit her immediately when she went into the hospital. And finally, when we were able to go visit with her and even just spend extensive times with her, um, she immediately had to go on a ventilator, and so she was unresponsive due to the paralytics. And honestly, the more that she was non, the longer she was non-responsive in the hospital, was more days that went by that I wasn't able to experience her being fully alive and engaged in my life. Her absence was making me realize more and more how powerful her daily presence was in my life and my kids' lives. 
the more I experienced the empty space of what I was missing, the more I realized how much space she really occupied in my life. And there was one night after coming from home from the hospital and I went upstairs to just sit in my son's room in his rocking chair. And of course I started to cry thinking about the reality of my life at that moment and also just thinking about the empty spaces, just thinking about the influence of my mom and how I missed her daily presence and what I relied on that I didn't really know that I was relying on until I experienced a lot of her absence even when she was in the hospital. And instead of generalizing the empty space of what I was missing, I began to write down specific ways that my mom, Terry McCullough, filled up my life. In the moment of naming, in that same moment of naming the empty space that I was feeling, I also was so overwhelmed thinking about the powerful role of a mother and God's desire for that role to be represented here on earth by all of his daughters. It's a calling for all of his daughters, whether it's with our own children or spiritual children a call to show up in our worlds and represent his character through his tenderness, his ability to care for, to provide a space, a safe space for, his nurturing spirit, his attentiveness, his delight in the details, his spoken truth in love, his compassion and protectiveness. All these things that show up when we say yes, to be a godly mother to those around us. It's not a call just limited to whether we have our own kids or not. It is a call, I believe, to all of his daughters that we would represent and show up and share motherly influence from heaven. And if I can be honest, on previous Mother's Day weekends, when my mom was here and I had the opportunity like I do this weekend to celebrate and encourage all the moms on previous Mother's Day weekends, I have been so sensitive and at times so overwhelmed with the pain and the grief that this day can bring for people. There's nothing wrong with that and being sensitive to the needs and the emotions in the room but not at the expense of downplaying celebration and honor. And it's nothing that you might have picked up from what I said, or it's more so just a posture of my heart and not genuinely not wanting to stir up any more grief or pain that this day may represent thinking about people who did not grow up with a mother, thinking about those of you in this room who didn't grow up with a godly mother, thinking about those who long to be a mom of your own kids, thinking about those who have experienced a miscarriage like I have myself, or the personal shame of where we've missed it as moms, and I've definitely toned down celebration and even honor when speaking to those in this room who have lost, thinking about those who have lost their mom. 
I have many friends who are believing to grow their family. I have many friends, and those of you in this room, who grew up with abusive moms, who, who didn't grow up with a mom at all, I, who didn't know their mom, people who have lost their mom, and being so aware of that grief, when grief and pain are present, it can make us want to hold back from celebrating what we have because of whether others don't have or hold back from celebrating others because of what we don't have. And the reality is, is when we hold back our celebration because of our pain and our grief, what we do is we also hold back honor when honor is due. But in the moment of thinking about the space, in the painful moment of thinking about the space that my mom occupied and her influence, I decided in my pain, in that rocking chair while my mom was in the hospital, that no matter what happened to my mom, that I would never allow grief to overshadow or downplay celebrating and honoring motherhood. that I serve a big enough God that can meet me in my pain and my grief and still be able to celebrate the mothers and the godly influence represented. That even though that I miss my mom greatly, that it doesn't mean that I need to under, that I need to tone down the celebration and the honor of being a mom to my own five kids. That you in this room, that in the midst of your own loss and disappointment, disappointment and hurt, that this day might bring, that you can still grieve without withholding celebration. And that you can still, that we can also celebrate fully without diminishing or denying pain or grief. We serve a God that can help us do both. Just because this day reminds me and some of you of loss, it doesn't make it any less of a day to celebrate. I think it actually is a part of God's process of making beauty from ashes. I think about a story I wanna share with you in real time, just a few, you know, how this has walked out. Just the other day, <clears throat> I was watching very frequently. Obviously, you saw the entertainment from the kids, and they are so funny. They make me laugh. When I'm, when I'm not annoyed by it, it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> so <clears throat> I was watching Gianna crack up at my four-year-old. He comes in with his boxing gloves. Um, I guess just came out of the shower. Maybe not, because he was just naked and he was there and he was doing his thing and and Gianna with his little punching bag thing and that he got for his birthday and Gianna was laughing and just thought it was hysterical like just laughing her little eight or nine month ten month old self she was laughing she thought it was so funny and in that moment of course um there's so many moments where I miss sharing those moments with my mom and <clears throat> that's one of the things I miss the most just the shared joy for the experiences and the little things with my kids 
And so, of course, the buildup of this weekend, I was like, man, I would love to share this joy with my mom. Because the reality is, is there's moments with my kids that I actually enjoy more knowing that my mom would enjoy them as well. And of course, I can share that with my dad, which he's working on. I think you're in here, which you're working on response time. But also... Paul, and that's obviously an option and, and great friends and spiritual moms, but of course it's nothing is nothing compares to <clears throat> your own mom. And so the little things that <clears throat> I would want to share and, and share that joy with, I was thinking about, man, I would love to just share this with my mom because she would think it was so funny and and all of that. And um as I was thinking about this moment and missing my mom in the moment and this shared joy, I started thinking what emotion did I want to share with my mom right now? It's not just the memory, but man, the, the, the bond that connects you with people sometimes is just being able to share the exact same emotion at the same time. And so I was sharing that. I was thinking about what, what emotion. It was joy. I just would love to share this joy with my mom and and um, anyways, I felt this impression from heaven, this invitation from heaven. You know, God does not force his way in, but he absolutely is knocking at the door of our hearts. And I felt this impression from heaven that said, can I try? Can I try? It wasn't an audible voice. Jesus didn't show up in the room, but it was like this, like him physically. There was like this just impression in my heart. Can I try? Almost to the point where like my kids, when I'm cooking in the kitchen or I'm doing something that they want to be a part of, they go, can I try that? Can I try that too? That's what it felt like. That's what the message felt like from heaven. Like, can I try that? the joy that you want to share with your mom in this moment of your kids, can I try to share that joy with you as your heavenly father? I love, honestly, it means so much to me because it wasn't like it was like, whoa, watch out, let me try. Enough is enough. Shouldn't I be enough because I'm God? No, it was still a sweet invitation. Can I try that? And when God comes in and he comes in the room and he comes into the crevices and the emptiness of our hearts, he brings his full self in. And when he brings his full self in, it is still so grace-filled. It is still so tender. Where you and I, some of our personalities, when we say, I have arrived, like when we bring our full self in, it can be passionate, it can be like, like my passion can be misinterpreted as anger sometimes because I'm just like, rah, you know. And when we bring our full self in, sometimes it is not the most graceful, not the most tender. But when God, he brings his full self in, he is still so tender, so sweet, and so grace-filled. And so I begin to say, yeah, yes, God, I want, what would that look like? And I begin to think about how, how capable he is of sharing that emotion with me. Why? Because he is joy. Because he created joy. And not, on, not only did he create joy, but he also created the very beings that I was enjoying. 
that the reality is, is that the amount of joy that I wanted my mom to share in that moment, he was actually able to share it more than my mom ever did or ever will, or even myself, because he is joy. And not only the joy-filled emotions, but did you know that God loves to share the other emotions that you would call negative? How can we call an emotion negative when it was emotion that God created? Because he is just as much in sadness as he is joy. He is just as much in grief as he is, as he is in celebration. He is just as much in anger as he is gratitude. He is just as much in, why? Because he created it. The reality is, is sometimes in the church, we don't know how to handle those negative emotions, so we run away from them or we deny them. But I serve a big enough God who meets me in any emotion that I have. This is not a permission slip from Pastor Ashley to be able to carry both emotions. This is a permission slip from your heavenly father that says I am big enough. Whatever this day brings and whatever other day brings, whatever emotions come with your daily life, let me meet you in all of it because I can. In the aftermath of grief and disappointment and loss and betrayal and rejection, I know it can feel like a crater that's so deep that you can't even see the bottom. But can I tell you that if you open the door to the knocking of your heart from your heavenly father, he is not trying to replace or be that person for you, but he will absolutely fill the gaps and not only fill it to the brim, but overflowing. When you allow God to meet the crevices of your heart and overflow your cups, I'm telling you, it is unmatched. Even that statement, it doesn't make me miss my mom any less. It doesn't make me more glad that she's in heaven. I would love for her to be right now. But what it does do, what God does do is he proves to me and he can prove to you over and over again that until heaven, we do not have to keep living with empty glasses. That the Holy Spirit can, is, is on this earth to bring comfort, to bring joy, to bring peace, to bring life, to help you move from anger to sadness, from help you or anger to, to joy, that can help you move from one thing to another. But I don't find God denying my reality. I find God bringing him into my reality of where I am. Grief does not have to overshadow the celebration. Both are real. We serve a God where both can exist and be experienced in full. You don't have to choose happy or sad, anger or gratitude, grief or celebration today or any day. That I can fully be aware today and many other days of my loss of my mom and that she's in heaven. But then at the same time, I can choose to celebrate the joy of being a mom. And you can too. 
you can too. That whatever emotions this day or any day brings, that I can be fully aware of a loss, but also be fully celebrating motherhood on this earth, fully wishing my mom was with me, but then fully grateful that she is in heaven worshiping Jesus, that there's a place, that, that heaven is our hope, that I can, it's so freeing to me, and it should be freeing to you, that you don't have to choose, that both can coexist. And so I wanna honor the moms this morning in full on celebration. Because the reality is even when I was walking through, even obviously walking through moments, raw moments, but even in the rawest of moments, you know, there were people that didn't wanna reach out because that they didn't wanna make it worse and, and drive the pain even deeper. But you know what the reality is? Them calling and celebrating my mom actually brought healing. And so I do believe that there's a part of celebration. It's not denying reality, but allowing them to coexist that really does bring beauty from ashes. I do wanna give a shout out to my mom's Sunday school class who is here in the 11 a.m. service. They told me in the 9 a.m. I hope you're gonna share again because we all missed it. She was the mother of our class. And I want you to know that even as I'm crying, that, that we can have a tendency to have a heart for those who have lost their mom, but then we undervalue and under-celebrate and under-honor what we have because we feel bad for what we have. Can I tell you that if you have it, celebrate it. And I full-on celebrate the amazing memories that I had with my mom here on earth, but I wanna celebrate all the moms and I'm gonna do it in different groups. But I want these first group, if you have your own kids, meaning I want those to stand up who births their babies, because that is no small thing. Some of you, you haven't birthed babies for like 30 plus years, but hey, I wanna, I wanna honor your hard work again. If you birth babies at all, can you, can you stand up? I wanna honor you. That is no small thing. Epidural, natural, hospital, or home birth, it is all hard. So great job, you're amazing, you're heroes. Thank you. You deserve to be celebrated. Your bodies are amazing. Stay standing, I'm not done. If you feel awkward, welcome to church. I'm just kidding, you shouldn't feel awkward, you belong here. So stay standing. I wanna honor those who have adopted or, foster, or fostered, whether past or present, I want to honor you. If that's you, can you please stand up? For those who fostered, adopted, thank you, thank you. Church, these are the women who have said yes to standing in the gap that said, even though I didn't birth these babies, they're my babies because they're God's babies. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
And now I want to honor anyone in here who has spiritual children, that you have been a stand-in mom, that you have been a stand-in grandma, that you said, you know what, even though I don't have kids of my own, I have woken up to the motherly influence and the motherly call. I mean, I have opened up my home and invited people in with that spirit of hospitality. All those who have been stand-in moms and stand-in grandmas. And listen, I got to break it down. If you're a teacher, hello, you're a part of the village. If you're a babysitter, hello, you are a part of the village. If you're a youth leader, you are a part of that village. If that's you, can you stand up? We want to honor you. Thank you so much. Wow. I think about Pastor Debbie here on the front row who has no kids of hers personally, but she has more spiritual kids than I even have of my own. I think about people in this room who are teachers. It is no small thing. Your motherly influence is no small thing. Do not let the fact that you do not have your own kids keep you from representing God's motherly heart to a generation. So many of us, man, I'm so passionate about this. So many of us are so locked up in pain and grief and disappointment, but then we are pushing away the opportunity and the call from heaven to wake up, to represent his heart, to represent his heart. There are people that need and continue to need your mother's heart. And there are people, women, that you need to get around. Other women who are passionate about representing God's heart. Because you need people that you're surrounded with who are on purpose, who are on mission. Because the annoyances of life and the exhaustion of life can easily keep us from enjoying. I remember when I was a new mom, it was my first mother's day, they're like, celebrate. I'm like, all I want is a good nap. Am I supposed to be happy about this? I'm too tired to actually tap into joy right now. Peace out, I'm going to bed. You know, like, here's the baby. Actually, that'd be ideal. Wouldn't that be ideal? Just be like, peace out, guys, I'm going to bed. I was a little too idealistic right there. But I just wanna say, you're amazing. All the moms in this room, you are absolutely amazing. I know we aren't perfect. My mom wasn't perfect, but does that mean that she is not worthy of all the celebration? You are not perfect, but does that mean you are not worthy to be celebrated? Sure, you yelled too loud on the way to church. Sure, you grabbed that toddler a little too hard. Yeah, you should have been a little more sweet and a little more Southern. When you were disciplining your child, you probably missed something that you promised that you would do and your eight-year-old like mine is reminding me that he needs new blackout curtains but and I've been telling him it's coming it's coming so there's been moments where you have forgotten commitments there's been moments where you missed it but can I tell you there's a whole lot of other times that you have not missed it and don't let the enemy keep you from celebrating your influence And you know, I am like queen of like moving from moments of like tears to a party. And that's what we're gonna do because Mother's Day is a holiday. And on holidays, we celebrate. We celebrate! All my dancing queens. 
Yeah, dancing queens right here. Friday night when the lights are low. Just kidding. <laughs> Karaoke, mother style. You guys are amazing. Give it up again for all the moms. I love this, dancing queens. More fun in church. So fun. I love it. I love it. You guys are amazing, amazing. Well, don't forget to get your mini bouquets and your discounts at victorymom.com. And if you want to watch Mamma Mia later, that's a great movie. That's on Mamma Mia. Uh, but anyways, so we want to show you a quick video in honoring all the incredible moms of this house and all around the world. But thank you again so much for just joining us for Mother's Day weekend. We love you guys. Hello, I'm Alfreda Wells, and I'm known around Victory as Mama Frida. I'm Gabrielle Larrison, and my husband and I serve at Manford. I'm a mom of six children, ranging from 18 down to five. My name is Ola Jumoke Kukwola. My friends call me Jumoke. My husband, Kuliana, have three amazing children. I'm Pastor Sharon Doherty. I have four children. They're all in ministry. Each of them have several children, so I have 14 grandchildren. Hi, my name is Kim Ford. I am a wife and a mother and a new grandmother. I admired my mother greatly. I would not be the person that I am without her influence in my life. And my prayer is that when I touch a life, that it's better because of my presence in it. What motherhood means to me is pouring into children in the church that don't have mothers. I was adopted out of a ministry from my mom, and she wanted to give somebody a chance and give somebody life. Of all the things I've been able to accomplish in my life, I think being a mother is the most rewarding fulfilling things to ever experience. I look back on my own life and my parents imparted faith in me and of course their parents as well. And so when we have genuine faith, that simply means that you have a genuine relationship with Jesus Christ. As mothers, we pass that faith down to our kids. I want to encourage you to spend some time with your children, tell them the stories, but also show them the importance of having their own relationship with God. I had to get over the fact that I was going to mess up, that I was going to um, have expectations that were too high, or um, that I was going to say things that I didn't mean, or I was going to react, or that I'm not going to be everything I could be uh, as a mother. And you know what? Let me just tell you, that's a mom. Mom isn't perfect, but we serve a perfect God. And I found some time along the way, the Holy Spirit wanted to partner with me in being a mother. If you are wanting your children to be a Jesus follower, then become one. If you're wanting your children to take care and nurture other people, then be that. If you want your children to have a heart for the world, then love the world and take them with you. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, mothers. I hope it's a wonderful day for you all. Happy Mother's Day, moms. Mothers, you are the heroes. Happy Mother's Day.